We are Youth in Action. This is a show about issues associated with climate change and so much more. You'll hear what impact that's having on youth personally and for our planet. Youth in Action is made possible with the assistance of the Community Broadcast Foundation, cbf.org.au. School Strike for Climate is an international movement of school students who skip Friday classes to participate in demonstrations to demand action from political leaders to prevent climate change and for the fossil fuel industry to transition to renewable energy. The first school strike started when one 15-year-old Swedish girl, Greta Thunberg, sat alone outside the Swedish parliament asking for a radical reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. That was 2018. Since then, Thunberg has rallied roughly 10 million people from 260 countries to join in the school strikes. In Australia, the movement is called School Strike for Climate. It's more than just a morning off. There is a passion and persistence in the attendees. Young people are learning a suite of skills through striking from school, such as leadership, communication, team building and organisational, democratic and critical analysis skills and are teaching others as they do so. While school strikes have reached a worldwide crescendo, youth activism and school strikes have a long history with many coalitions, networks and leaders making a huge impact across the world with climate justice activism. There is now a critical shift in youth activism as well as political action more broadly, one that directly enrolls education and schools into the arena of climate politics. The floods, which swept through parts of New South Wales and Queensland, were at the forefront of the latest round of school strike for climate rallies, calling for greater action on climate change. Hi, I'm Manet, and on the show today, we're going to wind back the clock to the morning of Friday, 25th of March, and take you to the streets of Byron on a bright, clear day during the school strike for climate protest march. It was one of more than 30 school strike for climate events held across the country on Friday, which drew thousands of children as part of a global youth movement. Setting off from Recreational Park, we marched down Marvel Street onto Johnson Street towards the beach and ended at the Peace Bowl, where local band Stereo were set up to greet the excited and amped crowd of young people with live music. In this segment, you'll meet the organisers from Byron High, hear the roar of the crowd, the street chanting for their rights, and learn what it takes to organise an event like this, especially in such a raw and trying times as we are experiencing in the Byron Shire. We are Youth in Action. This is a show about issues associated with climate change and so much more. You'll hear what impact that's having on youth personally and for our planet. I'm Renee Shortland, I am 14 years old and I'm right now at the Peace Bowl in Byron Bay, right next to the beach. All the generation of my age are striking for climate change. 
I feel more energised to really scream and yell and make people hear my voice. What do you want to scream and yell? What was it? We want climate change. When do we want it now? Why? Like, what do the words climate change actually mean? They mean that the climate right now, the whole earth, is not surviving. <laughs> it's not surviving. And we need people to hear that we don't want to grow up in this world. And we want, we want to live in a world where we can breathe fresh air and swim in fresh and clean oceans. Have you ever heard the expression eco-anxiety? No, I haven't. What does that mean? That's anxiety around what's happening in the environment and with the world. So a lot of young people are actually quite traumatised, feeling very insecure, have a lot of fear around it. Was there anything of significance in those speeches that you really thought, wow, I've never, I never really thought about that? I've never thought about probably the Indigenous people and how they would be so much angrier than me at the moment because they have lived on the land, like the first speaker said, for 70,000 years. First Nations people of Australia and all around the world have first-hand experience of the impacts of climate change. We've lived on this land for over 70,000 years. We've seen the water rise. We've seen sacred sites disappear. We've seen animals and plants become extinct. We remember these coastlines were once land, going as far as the eye could see. We've learnt to adapt and change through generations. But now changes are happening too fast. And I think that's really sad. My heart goes out for them. I'm standing here today as a proud Wiradjuri woman. <laughs> Hi, I'm Leardon O'Reilly. I go to Byron Bay High School and I am a proud Wiradjuri woman. You were just part of this amazing protest that has happened in Byron today as part of a worldwide protest to demand action on climate change. How does it feel to be a part of this movement? It feels amazing. It feels powerful. It feels like we're really making a change and standing up to our government, especially Scott Morrison. We see climate change becoming detrimental. The bushfires burning our sacred rainforests and destructive floods rising more each rain season. We are seeing our environment turn on us and I find it hard to imagine a complex society like Australia being as resilient as First Nations people have done for thousands of years. And you also did a speech today in front of, you know, a few hundred people. How did that feel? It was a bit daunting at first, but I got through it. I wanted to really get out my point and yell and scream and just, it felt really empowering. We are still here because we are part of the land. We do not own it. We take care of the land and we give back to it. I was really engaged creating the speech first because I've done acknowledgement to countries at school and it felt powerful being part of such an amazing movement and especially with a group of girls. Yeah, I reckon the girls, more of the girls overtook the boys, 100%. We all really collaborated with each other and made it easy to get this day planned and organised and especially with the speeches we helped each other, we gave each other feedback and they helped me to voice it in the right way and take action basically with it. We are facing an existential threat which puts our whole way of life at risk. History teaches us
that civilizations that overexploit and pollute their natural resources inevitably collapse. And we, the indigenous people of Australia and around the world, have learnt to live in balance with our natural environment, which is why we are the oldest living culture on the planet. There is music playing, there's people waiting to greet you and congratulate you on your speech and just all around celebrate this momentous day and what you guys have achieved. Because I know this wasn't overnight, this has been weeks of work and preparation for this big thing. Thank you everyone for coming today. We love you all. Hey guys, so we have just finished the Byron Bay Climate March and we have two of the main people who helped run this and presented today with us. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, um, my name's Milena Roach. I'm one of the organisers of this year's School Strikes for Climate. I am angry. I'm angry because of the bushfires. And I'm angry because of the floods. And I'm angry because my future is being jeopardised and no one is doing anything about it. I'm Lola Silverberg and I've also been helping out organising this climate strike. I am so incredibly angry. I'm angry because climate change is no longer an impending crisis. It is happening now, in our world, in our lives. And it angers me to think, how much more destruction will it take before our government realises this is real? You guys did an amazing job. Um, your speeches were awesome. Um, so what was your main inspiration behind um, getting like involved? Thank you so much, first of all. I think this year's main inspiration was probably the floods and the devastating impacts it had on this community. I think it's a difficult time to hold a strike, but um, it's also important because this is why people are mad. This We need to utilise that rage. Yeah, I think everyone, like it's gotten to a point where we're just, we're fed up with the government not doing anything about this. So. We're taking matters into our own hands and we're going to keep organising these strikes until someone listens to us and they actually implement change. How dare you silence us, discard us, push us to the side? I am confined to a body that society deems unfit to be heard. Why is that? Just because I'm young doesn't mean that I don't have the right to a voice. <laughs> it is because I am young that makes it so much more important that I do. We are the ones that are and will continue to live in the consequences of your actions. The actions of those too negligent and too blindsided to see the devastating truth of the climate crisis. It is destroying our towns, our communities, our homes and our lives. We see it in the torrential rains, the raging bushfires, the sporadic temperatures and the blank faces of politicians that disgrace us with goals attainable only in our dreams. I think there was a lot of conflict about who wanted to volunteer to run this because it is such an, like, it's an ambitious thing to do and it's a lot of hard work. The group of people who organised the strike, we realised that someone has to do this. And although we might not want to do this, someone has to. So I think it's really great, all the individuals that stood up and took that opportunity. It was just amazing to have all those people, 
listening to us and like we put a lot of work into that speech no matter how <laughs> rushed it was but yeah we're so grateful for everyone that volunteered to help out and for all the organized like the marquee people and the people who gave us the generator and the band like it's just such an amazing community that we have and we're so grateful there were lots of people who were really involved and they wanted to do it and they were invested in it which was really good because to organize these things takes a lot of work and a lot of effort from everyone 100% you can see that there's been a lot of love and like effort put into it but it's well worth it how many more communities must be wiped out how many more homes must be destroyed how many lives must we lose I stand here with not only my own rage but with the rage of an entire generation it's a learning curve for us organizing these strikes like this is our first strike and it's been like it's been a total learning process and we plan to continue doing this for years to come and we plan to get bigger and louder and more powerful every single time we have screamed because we are tired of a government that lets us down we have shouted because we are told that our futures do not matter. We fight because our government is preoccupied by its profits rather than its people's needs. I am angry! <laughs> I am angry because our government has become obsessed with economic success rather than its duty to make Australia an equitable and sustainable nation for generations to come. How? dare they continue to subsidise the fossil fuel industry, approving 23 new fossil fuel projects this year when it has been set to emit 3 billion tonnes of greenhouse gases into our environment. Our environment that once loved, nurtured and protected us is being stripped of its resources, polluted by emissions and littered by single-use plastics. So what do we want? We demand transformative action in the next decade to ensure a secure and safe future. <laughs> Just remember, to all those young people, you do have a voice and it will be listened to no matter what. I am angry, but I am also optimistic. As seen in the aftermaths of the floods, communities have tremendous power when they come together. We have the same power. We can utilize it to create a sustainable and idealistic future. It is imperative that we do not lose hope because hope is what drives us to action. And action is going to conquer this climate crisis. Until that happens, we will continue to strike, protest, chant, and yell as loudly as possible because no one can silence a raging future. on School Strike for Climate, head to schoolstrikeforclimate.com with the number four. That's also where you can find information about your rights to vote on the Federal Election Resource page. I'm Monet, presenting Youth in Action on Bay FM. This production was made possible with the assistance of the Community Broadcast Foundation, cbf.org.